astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Wow, so much going on. <laughs> like, where do we you know start? What? This has been it's been a fun time to be an astrologer because yeah, there's absolutely. so much to talk about with every client calling in. It's very true. It's very true. Well, as of I think just two days ago. Pluto is now direct. So if you listened to our podcast last week, we know it was a long one, but it's a yeah. big, big deal. Um, so if you got through that one already, but today's topic is we are moving into eclipse season. And I might even suggest we're a little late on this, if you will, compared to relatively how we talk about it, um, maybe right. in the past, but we are focusing today on the solar eclipse that will be happening on October 25th. And it will be happening at two degrees of Scorpio. So if you know your chart off the top of your head, you know what planets you have at two degrees Scorpio, um, especially if it was your sun or your moon, this is definitely very relevant to you. Be a, it would be a very big deal if you literally have something at two Scorpio or two uh, Taurus, very strong. And we could throw two Leo and two Aquarius in there as well. But again, for some people who don't know, that's okay, because we're going to help you through it with some interpretations here in a few minutes. Absolutely. So can we start out with it's a partial eclipse? not a total, it's a partial. And again, it's a technicality because I have to review this every time in my head. But the moon passes between the earth and the sun. And in the process, it blocks out the light of the sun and it casts a shadow. And that's what we see on earth here. We see the sun losing its power. We see it going a little bit dark or in dimmer, so to speak, for X amount of minutes. And then it everything moves on and then everything's back to normal. So it's a, it's a partial solar eclipse. We won't be seeing it here in the U.S. Right. But that doesn't block us from, oh, then that doesn't affect us. There's a, a big school of thought about that, that, okay, if you actually can see it in the sky, it's, if it's happening over you, then it's stronger, which I can go there. I think that sure. could be true. You know what I mean? But this one, I still don't want people to dismiss it because right. it's mainly going to be seen in, what, Africa, Asia, Europe, uh, parts of the UK, you know, of interest, you know, who's going to get hit very hard is Russia. Oh, interesting. percent of the light's going to be blocked out. So again, I would think that might have something to do with what's going on in Russia these days, oh, possibly yeah. with this war and this shift that's taken place. So that's yeah. it. Yeah. So, well, eclipses are generally associated with acceleration. Or, you know, something kind of moving along quickly. And I know in the past when we've spoken about this, we just to dissect the word eclipse, you know, it's eclipsing something, something that you thought was going to happen a certain way, or, oh, I thought I was happy or comfortable in my job or my relationship. And now we just have an eclipse. I mean, that eclipses the, your whole thought or your whole thought process. Yeah, it can be an idea. It can be a person coming into your life. It can be just 
changing your mind about, oh, I see it differently now. So solar eclipses are generally fun to talk about. Right. Right. Because it's a little bit of an aha moment, pivot moment. Uh, and generally, the truth shows up. You get to learn what you call your new truth. Mm -hmm. And it usually shows up in your priorities. I agree. The eclipses are fun to talk about in people's charts when it's exact because you know they're going to make some sort of change. Right. You know, a lot of times during consults, people might be saying, you know, should I do this or should I do that? And there can be some back and forth and the eclipse is just like, okay, we're doing it. <laughs> you know, if right. I talked to them three months ago, if, if the eclipse has shown up, oh, it's a whirlwind. Oh, yep. Yeah, I quit my job. Like I said, I did this, right? They, it's It's been accelerated for sure. Absolutely. Um, and I think I've shared this before that there was a clip, an eclipse evol involved when I quit my corporate job. Yes. You know, and clearly you were looking at my chart here back in the U S when I was off traveling the world, because yes. you messaged me saying, Hey, have you had any aha moments about work? You know, and I'm mm -hmm. sitting in Bali thinking, yeah, I'm quitting. <laughs> and it just, it, <laughs> um, I don't want to say it came out of nowhere because it was something that I was hoping eventually I could do. I just had no idea what it looked like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this particular um, uh, eclipse, because it's in Scorpio, of course, is highly, highly affecting those with birth dates of October 24th to October 30th. Okay. We could have a little bit wider range. All Scorpios are being affected by it strongly, but particularly those early Scorpios. And of course, we have to include our Taurus birthdays because it would be opposing their sun. And they're from April 21st to April 26th. Again, those are the ones that I would say ground zero. Yep. Uh, but again, everyone is experiencing it. Right. Uh, Venus will also be aligned with this eclipse. So uh, kind of puts a big focus on the financial issues. We already talked mm -hmm. about finances with Scorpio. With Venus being there, it's kind of like a we're going to double down on that focus on, on money. And, and, and speaking from, I, I could tell you stories, multiple stories about finances, but my, I've activated, tri triggered all three of my retirement accounts at this point. So it's like, mm -hmm. this was a major deal. Lots of conversations on phones and with customer service reps and all these things. But the point is, it's, it's all done. So I am up to my eyeballs in, in the, in the financial stuff. Okay. Um, another maybe big topic would be intimacy or mm -hmm. trust when we're talking about Scorpio as well. And we should also just say that this is going to be colored by how it's falling in your chart, what other planets are being aspected. You know, I had a great story this past week with a client that had this two degrees of Scorpio on her yeah. ascendant. Oh, exact, yeah. Exact. Of course, you know, this was already a couple um, days ago, but we're talking about the eclipse. And so I just said, wow, there should be some sort of makeover. You might be leading with a new hairstyle, like something about your physical appearance. And she said, that's perfect. I have a mommy makeover scheduled next month. And it's just like, and, and honestly, that makes more sense with Scorpio versus me saying, oh, new lashes, you know, right. that kind of plays more into the Taurus side, but yeah. Yeah, well, the story will be more pronounced with Scorpio. So anything to dealing with more complex transactions. So obviously a mommy makeover is a big one, sure. but also the idea of financial stuff where you need to go to a pro. You need to go to someone who can really get you through this transition, this transformation. Really strong. Absolutely. 
So, so I think, gonna, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, so we're going to go through the 12 signs okay. Okay. of the solar eclipse, unless you have anything else you want to throw in before we, oh, well, I was just going to throw in because Venus is so tightly involved with this is probably going to be some major headlines. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe it's already Tom Brady and his wife, Giselle and the hired divorce lawyers. There's gotta be some oh. splashy story that is probably insignificance to you or me. Sure. You know, about romance, about love, about who's getting how much money, those types of things. And that happens. That's part of that collective energy that there's usually some big stories out there that everyone's, uh, you know, enjoying gossipy type of conversations. Um, and there's probably going to be some, some big stories in our economy as well, which would make sense because it's uh, Venus is very tightly involved in this. So, you know, stay tuned on that. We can't we can't control that. So we're not going to talk about it. Right. Right. I know. Let's, yeah, I agree with you. Let's get into because that's what we'd like to specialize in. How how are you being affected as a listener? Absolutely. And I don't know if we've said this because I know you explained eclipses, but um, a solar eclipse is a new moon. Yes. Right. So it's going to happen the same time that you should be posting about the new moon. But we're going to be talking about a solar eclipse. So um, I don't want to say it's one in the same, but right that it's it's happening at that time and if you use this time usually to manifest or to set some intentions you know we maybe suggest to kind of back off that a little bit and maybe just allow the eclipse to do its work because the eclipses do bring the truth to the surface they can be a little bit maybe more volatile i would say than a new moon that's not to scare anyone. We go through four to six eclipses a year. So right. you've been through so many in your life already. <laughs> um, but because they are more exaggerated, we kind of just say, let the energy do its its work. I like that idea. I like that idea. Yeah. It's not about controlling this it will happen. But of course, with anything, you can manage it well. Sure. You, recognize, you can have more confidence. So here's an opportunity. Oh, do I really want to do that? Oh, under an eclipse? Yeah, you probably do. Particularly solar eclipse, because there's new beginnings. Where will that action take you? Who are you going to meet? Right? Where is it going to evolve? Right. This, the, in another way, a solar eclipse is an invitation. It's an invitation. RSVP. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. It's a good yeah. way to, to, to think of it. Okay. Absolutely. Before we get into the 12 signs, um, just so we don't forget to go back and talk about this, we will also be talking about the lunar eclipse on November mm-hmm. 8th. That might be next week's episode, actually. Um, mm-hmm. And you'll definitely want to tune in if you have anything important at 16 degrees of Taurus. We'll probably do a very similar format as well and go through the 12 signs. So. Right. Um, well, right now we're talking about the solar eclipse, um, on October 25th and let's start with Scorpio since it's in your sign. Absolutely. Uh, and just be aware the, uh, eclipses go in, um, uh, they progress through the signs and this past year we've entered into the Scorpio realm. So Scorpios and Tauruses, by the way, have been going through this evolving process. So with this one. Scorpio, yeah, there is a reinvention taking place here of yourself. Now, as Kate mentioned in her other example, it could have something to do with your look, but really, I think it's your attitude. It's the way you're thinking, so to speak. And I think you probably should be flattered under this energy, meaning compliments coming your way, some sort of attention uh, being given to you. And, you know, be 
say thank you please you know say thank you acknowledge it don't deny it don't oh no 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 this isn't such a big deal yeah it is a big deal um i say this is a door opening experience and i would encourage all scorpios anything new that comes their way put your toe in the water yeah sometimes scorpios can be very private and closed off so to speak and there's a tendency to stay in control of what you know (laughs) and under this energy it may be good to try go do something different that you haven't done before absolutely um last night i was on another social media platform that's just geared towards spirituality and the Mm -hmm. moderator the person that created the app did a posting like an update late last night and i thought i I need to open this anyways i know she's a scorpio i've worked with her chart we've kind of been you know talking about a few things going on and she just made a post i'm shutting my business down I've had it since 2006. I'm deleting the, the app. Everything's coming to a close here um, by Halloween, by October 30th. So I just thought, oh my gosh, <laughs> that eclipse. I meant to look at her chart last night to see exactly where um, that two degrees falls, but I'm pretty sure it's, you know, it, it has to be activating something because that was just such a huge, but it's a, a reinvention. It's a new look, right? She, mm-hmm. There's a new beginning mm-hmm. happening there. It's a new era. It's a new it era. Is. Yeah. Um, for Sagittarius, we will, it's activating your 12th house. Um, if we're going by solar astrology or if you're a Sagittarius rising. So this puts, um, you know, a big focus on kind of the behind the scenes where Scorpio, we talked about, Oh, it might be very public mommy makeover, closing a business reinvention of look Sagittarius. This might be a little bit more private because it's in that 12th house. So you might be um, addressing like mental health days. You might be behind the scenes volunteering, or you might be dealing with stuff that you've been putting off or stuff from the past that, okay, let's go back to that and, you know, address it. Absolutely. You're trying to get out of your world and the mundane world. There's a need to escape. So, you know, uh, I say volunteer, go volunteer and get into somebody else's world mm-hmm. so you can step out of yours. Like you know, that. this idea of, you know, as you said, traveling, plan a trip, do a dream journal, something of that nature, mental health, more focus on mental health. Right. Um, for Capricorns or Capricorn rising, it's aspecting your 11th house. Mm-hmm. Um, so this puts a big focus on your groups and your community. So something easy you could be doing is just updating your LinkedIn account. You yeah. might be making a connection with a co- an old coworker. You might be saying, oh, I'm joining this new networking group. Learn it. You want, maybe want to get more into your industry or what's actually happening in your industry. And, and I think also those Capricorns might be exposed to some maybe lifestyles that are a little bit different. We could say progressive lifestyles, not that they need to follow, imitate those, but they're aware now. Oh, wow. You know, I've never had a known people who do this or do that. So it's a, it's a little bit of a, could be a little bit of an eye opener. Could be a lot more spontaneity in people's activities around them. Yeah. So this would be a great energy. Well, if you were starting a new job, because you should be have, you should be surrounded by a new group. So I'm moving into a new neighborhood. I'm starting a new job. I'm joining a new church, something where you're joining into a collective that all have a similarity and you're maybe the newbie. Right. 
Uh, for Aquarius or Aquarius rising, it's aspecting your 10th house. So this also puts a big focus on the public sector. So mm-hmm. it's an excellent time to start a new job search, uh, take on a leadership position. There should be some sort of executive announcement happening for Aquarians. Yeah. And you know what? We may say you're going to take on a leadership. Now be aware it could be dumped on you. It is possible that, oh, it's something is te- being on. But again, it's going to serve you well. So we don't know whether you've been going for a promotion. I want that. Or whether all of a sudden, oh, hey, you're, you're going to handle this now. It's, go- it's going to work for you. Yeah. So don't be afraid of it again. Yeah. And if, um, you know, it's not aspecting anything extremely specific in your chart, mm-hmm. you know, cause these are big, those are big things saying, oh, you're going to take on a leadership position. It's not <laughs> right. aspecting anything, you know, um, in your chart. So this could even just be your renewed, um, you have some renewed excitement around maybe a project that you started that didn't go well. And you're saying, oh, I'm going to refresh it. I'm going to renew it. I'm going to bring it back out. So something where you're getting in front of other people, but there could be just a renewed excitement around something or a project that you want to do in that public sector. Absolutely. And there could be some uh, good news related to the elders in your life as well, which would be maybe relieve some responsibility or you feel better about where they're at. That would be likely. Um, For Pisces or Pisces rising, it's hitting that ninth house. So, I mean, this is like next level. Where can you refine or where can you take things to just that next level? If you've never really traveled, you know, if you're maybe you're saying yes to travel. If you've traveled a lot, maybe you're knocking off a bucket list thing, right? You're taking it to that next level. Yeah, there's a real sense of social grooming with this placement. And I know that sounds like, oh, we don't like the word grooming. <laughs> Oftentimes yeah. it's using kind of mm-hmm. some bad stories, but social grooming where you're being invited in, you're seeing how a circle of people operate. You see their social cues, you see the language that they use. And all of a sudden you're being socially groomed. Oh, this is the language they speak. Oh, this is what the clothes they wear right? Mm -hmm. Oh, this is the religion that they believe in and you're learning about it. So it's educational, basically, is what's going on. Pisces are getting, their world is opening up. They're becoming much smarter, socially aware of how the world works and different social circles. But there's usually some great benefits that come, you know, invitations, and I'm going to say perks, perks, they're qualified somehow. They're qualifying. I, I met this person and oh, they've got an in here. So I get it as well. It's Pisces, as you can tell, I am very optimistic for them. Yeah. You know, we have the Lincoln who's a Pisces. It'll be interesting. She's just four. Uh, it would be interesting to see what opportunities happen for her. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. Even at, so you, the point is don't dismiss it. You're like this is only applies to adults. If you have a Pisces child, oh, they're, they're, they're going to have some opportunities, educational opportunities, social opportunities. Nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, Lincoln will be getting on a plane uh, right oh, just right before yes, four yeah. days prior to this. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. She's going to be going to the museums. Yep. Right. Yep. <laughs> you know, yep. that's educational. Yep. Oh, how funny. Yep. Okay. Um, for I'm, Aries. Sure she, 
I'm sure she's going to get lots of presents. Oh, know. I'm no, I, I mean, she's going to be surrounded by so much family. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, grooming. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, exactly. Yeah. So um, for Aries or Aries rising, it's aspecting your eighth house. So yeah. puts a lot of focus on big monies. So you might be concerned about partner's income. You might be budgeting in a different way. You might be paying down debt. And I think we need to go back and just kind of put that reminder in about the eclipses. This might not be something that you've been saying, um, oh, I'm a budgeter. You know, this could be oh, something right. where you go to, I mean, this would be horrible, but you go to swipe your card and it declines and you kind of oh, say, right. that's it. That's it. I'm creating a budget, right? There's, yes. It's it's not yeah. something that just kind of, oh, just we're just going to naturally easily move into it. I think there usually is some sort of, again, aha moment that says, okay, we have to do this. Well, it goes back to what you always say, an ecliptic moment. Yeah. Like I thought I was fine. Now all of a sudden, oh my God, I'm not fine. Yeah. I need to be more proactive in how I handle my monies. And there could be a particular focus on joint money. So it could be what is partner spending? What are partner's expenses? Or what does partner's W-4 say? We need to change that status. We need to, you know, mm-hmm. up it or lower it or whatever to affect our taxes. We need to find a new tax person now before the end of the year. So right. this may sound boring, but again, it's oftentimes associated with making big financial moves. Or a financial planner. Yeah, exactly. And also renovation projects, big ticket items. Yeah, You know, under this energy, they may take on a big ticket item, a renovation of some sort. Mm-hmm. And it's possible. We didn't say this yet. We should have, Kate. It's, you, you, you may be listening to this going, I'm already doing that. Right. Is, is that it? Is that that's it already? I've, I've experienced it. Yeah. I mean, we're not, many of us, we know that we're not like clockwork, that everyone, that all Aries effective October 25th, you know, start to go to the bank and start talking about their money. No, some people are early. They always are. They're on to it. And other well, people are stragglers, right? Yeah. Well, I also think if like, if you have big planets around that two degrees, yeah. Like the mommy makeover or, you know, the, the quitting of the job, these people know the story already. Or even when we talk about Lincoln, like the, that wedding's yeah. been planned for yes, right. months and so naturally a plane ticket is going to come into play. Um, so yeah, you can absolutely know the story now, but so it I, might I, be more subtle if you don't have any big planets around that two degrees of Scorpio. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Um, for Taurus or Taurus rising, it's aspecting that seventh house. So it puts a big focus on relationships, maybe even developing new relationships. So um, I can think of a Taurus who, uh, you know, and she's been doing it for a couple months. So I don't want to just say it's only the eclipse, but uh, she's been doing lives with other businesses in her area. Oh, okay. So it's kind of this cross uh, at partnership advertising type thing to mm-hmm. get to know the community. Mm, just, it's yeah, a, it's a very real example of just making new connections. Well, I always say with this, the seventh house involved, it's being seen. And here mm-hmm. she is reaching out into the community. Right. You know, we know how that works. It works it's a very effective way. Sure. To, to be known, to be kind of a household name within a circle of, of a community. So, yeah. yeah, I would think Tauruses should be receiving some recognition 
whether it's their work that's being recognized, whether it's them, whether they're just getting these kind of, you know, something that would be convey some status. Yeah. You know, again, getting the invitation, I, I'm going to get this particular outfit because I'm going to this event. So there's something about status going on. They're upgrading their lifestyle and it should look more socially inviting. Mm. I like that. Yeah. Um, for Gemini's or Gemini rising, it's aspecting the sixth house. So mm-hmm. I know your favorite word recently, paperwork, <laughs> right? Exactly. Paperwork. Um, Gemini's might be trying to organize a little bit more right now, whether they're preparing for busy season, whether they're cleaning out files, they're organizing the office. Um, but paperwork is a big thing. Um, even just yesterday I came out of the room and there's a bunch of paperwork sitting on the stair landing and Mikey's like, I'm taking it to work, (laughs) you know, but he clearly cleaned something out here and was just shuffling paperwork around. You know, and when we say paperwork, we want to, this could be, I need to file this form. I need to, uh, you know, uh, renew a license, uh, all these types of things. That's all the paperwork. I understand a lot of people don't deal with paper anymore. It's all, but they have to go online and fill out forms and that type of thing. So very good. Considering I feel like I'm paperless with all my bills and stuff, we still, there's still quite a bit of paper that comes through. (laughs) I'm trying to think of an example, but there still is. Um, But I think they're setting the stage for a better outcome. So, um, you know, if if you're self-employed, you might be dealing with some team members that you're saying, do you still want to be here? Do you still want to have this schedule? You know, you might be setting yourself up kind of like for the end of the year in regards to your work. I could throw one more thing in there. This is oftentimes one of preparing yourself to be the teacher, to be the trainer, to be the expert. So for some Gemini's, not all, but some might write, you know, be, be writing something that they're, you know, will, will publish or distribute, you know, that will show their expertise, demonstrate their strength. So it's, it's nice. We didn't throw healthcare. Um, no, in- I didn't, did I? Well, okay. So healthcare, we should have, good point, Kate. Uh, so Gemini's may be putting focus on very, small oh oh maybe oh maybe i need to have that looked at we could take the example of a little mole right yeah. and they might normally have dismissed the mole and all of a sudden now they're looking at it going you know maybe i should have that looked maybe i should have myself checked out so it, this is not huge health problem bomb being dropped on them this is more of a sense of oh i need to start establishing a regular health care yeah. Right. Or at least establish one doctor that I'm going to come see routinely once a year, twice a year, whatever. So not, not, uh, yeah. For cancers. Yeah. Proactive, proactive. Absolutely. Um, for cancers or cancer rising, um, fifth house, I'm excited <laughs> for cancers for this yeah. because I don't know a lot of the cancer friends that I have, uh, they've been just, <laughs> feel like they've just had been in the grind. They've been working hard. I feel like they've had a lot of yeah. serious issues um, that they've had yeah. to deal with. So uh, this energy in the fifth house does say, put some fun on your calendar, be a little bit more social. So, you know, there just might be some uh, great parties coming up for them. Uh, they might be just embracing their u- uniqueness, or there might be opportunities for uh, their, their company or their partner to embrace their uniqueness. 
very good for anyone single looking for love looking for romance just looking for a good time you know very fun fun energy going to concerts would be a classic thing that all of a sudden they decide i'm going to start doing that more often um but the word remember is legacy they may be more focused on who they truly are who they truly are and you know even think in terms of you know wanting a undertaking a project or something or being part of a larger project that they can always say, hey, I had my hand in that. That was, that's, you know, that's a contribution that I've made. Yep. Um, for Leos or Leo rising, it's aspecting the fourth house. So this puts a lot of focus on the home, mm-hmm. on the family. Um, mm-hmm. So you might be really enhancing the home, paint, decor, uh, purging stuff, throwing stuff away. Or you might just be saying, hey, I'm creating some great memorable experiences. We're having a family reunion. Uh, we're taking family photos. Gatherings, by the way, family gatherings, friends and family gatherings. We can think of a Leo that we both know that there was, you know, gathering uh, friends and family around this past weekend. Um, oh, yeah. So very interesting. Absolutely. Enhancing huh. the home. Absolutely. Very much uh, refreshing, refreshing their foundation of, you know, in their, who's in their circle of love right and we also might just suggest that um because we did talk about that eclipse and i I want i just i don't like the word volatile but it it does kind of get the point across that it's not just always predictable um you know you could have an aha moment about oh that family member needs help oh yes you know and again not that's not gonna be everyone's story but we did kind of paint it out just to be like, oh, I'm going to move the couch around for Leo. Oh, yeah, right. Okay, and, that's um, fair. That's fair. Again, if they're, you know, you could have an aha moment around around a child. Oh, you know, maybe they need to be put in, get a tutor. Maybe they need some extra yeah. help. Uh, maybe they're being bullied, right? Where you're having an aha moment and you're saying, now I need to address or give yeah. extra attention to that person or family member. Yeah. Changing the language, changing the language, thinking, oh, yeah, they're a little rowdy to all of a sudden, oh, you know, maybe there's something more than just being rowdy here going on here. Right. So, yes, you're absolutely right. And again, the idea is to stabilize always when we have the fourth house involved. Now, this is Leo's we're talking about. You know, they're trying to stabilize the home. What's could what's the next step? Right. Um, for Virgos or Virgo rising, um, puts a big focus on kind of that daily routine or that mundane, but we might say there should be a focus on, uh, neighbors, uh, cousins, siblings, these people that are pretty close within our life, right? Um, they're either physically close like neighbors or the siblings, the cousins, you could be having an aha moment around them. Yeah, it could be an opportunity to create that circle of trust. You know, oh, my neighbor, I feel comfortable now with that neighbor that they can look after my place when I'm gone and I'll look after theirs. So there's something here about connection, right? Third house is always about connectivity. I feel connected. So I feel more connected to my neighbors, my cousins, my aunt, my uncle, those types of people that are in our lives automatically because of our lineage. But Sometimes we, you know, this would be an opportunity to cement them even further, feeling very connected. We also have to throw in paperwork for Virgos. I'm sorry. Yeah, they got paperwork issues as well. (laughs) Applications, licensing, 
mm-hmm. you know, divorce papers, whatever it is. Um, again, I don't think that this is necessarily um, creating that divorce, right? But you could, this could just no. be like residual of, okay, I, now I need to file this. Now there's a deadline. Uh, now I have to resubmit this. Now there's a name change, all this, that type mm-hmm. of stuff. Yeah. 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 But also um, exercise, movement. That's very big for Virgos, this right now. So they, I would think that Virgos would be signing up at health clubs. I would think that they would be, you know, Virgos out walking the streets in the morning, doing, getting their, you know, how many, you know, thousand, two thousand, three thousand, four thousand steps in, whatever, the, whatever level they may be at. Yeah. Um, it's a big movement. Let's move. And not necessarily household move, but let's stay in motion. Yeah, I can see a tra- I can see a treadmill being delivered to your front door, <laughs> right? That type right. of thing. Um, yeah, but you know, any way you can get it. Third house that like, kind of puts focus on that busy work, so yes. Virgos could just feel like oh, they have so many little things that they have to do or knock out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big uh, yeah. And then lastly, we'll talk about Libras. So Libra or Libra rising. This is aspecting your second house. So similar, like when we talk about the eighth house, about those large financial purchases, second house might be just more on the, the everyday monies. Mm-hmm. What are, what are my monthly goals? Maybe what is just my six month goal? So there's a sense of wanting to reach some sort of financial security. Yeah. And I, I, I this is classic, uh, Bill, my husband, uh, Libra, your dad, um, just said, told me two days ago, he announced what his next project is going to be. And, oh. you know, it, it was fabulous. I mean, he's, he's got a, you know, very clearly uh, uh, a concept and idea and uh, yeah, it's going to be a, another revenue, pot- potential revenue coming in. So mm-hmm. again, m- money, he's classically. So here we are uh, that happened uh, earlier this week, two days, two days ago. So he's be- technically he's before the eclipse, but mm-hmm. that's okay. Usually that month of, and we know it's October 25th, but you're picking it up already. You're picking it up. You're already kind of onto it. I think the majority of people are. So anyhow, um, yeah, it's very focused projects. already with that idea of how money is spent as well, but definitely putting focus on how to create streams of income. Okay. More uh, money, basically. More money. Yep. Yeah. Um, also great for um, like falling in love finding new connections uh, or emotional milestones when we talk about second house. Yes, exactly. Okay. So again, just as a reminder, the solar eclipse will happen on October 25th, two degrees of Scorpio. It's not too early to be feeling it. Um, Also, if you're listening saying, gosh, I can't, I'm not necessarily relating yet to my interpretation. Eclipses can work rather quickly. Um, Like I gave that story about, I I quit my job under it. You know, when I was planning for my trip, I had no intention that on the the trip I was going to be quitting my job, you know, so they can just be like a download where it just comes to you um, out of nowhere. Sometimes it feels like so. And again, don't be afraid of it. We go through eclipses several times a year, but this is a little bit more sensitive for anyone with that two degrees of Scorpio in their chart. That's correct. That's correct. Before we let you go today, I did want to just plug our upcoming spells and cures class. It's happening on October 29th um, at 10 a.m. Pacific time uh, via Zoom. And uh, mom and me are going to be sharing our favorite 
cures and kind of spells for the home. It's definitely influenced by Halloween, but these are not like witchy. You don't need a cauldron. (laughs) No, no toads required. Yeah, These are just fun things that you can do around the house to set some intentions. Uh, The majority of them are free of cost to do, you know, they're things that you either have around the home um, or there might be a couple dollars, you know, as, if as you don't have to the fall right. season because of the weather changes, Northern hemisphere, of course, we're talking here, people go into rituals. It's our biggest ritualistic holidays that come True. Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. People have very clear cut traditions. They go into kind of, we're doing this because we do this every year. Well, these are lighthearted things you can do. It's a great time of year to be doing it because, right, we're losing light. Yeah. And the idea is not that we think about this, but we're feeling less secure. Summertime, we feel free. We're out and about. We feel like we can be out later. So all of a sudden, darkness comes in and we start cloistering a little bit more. And we get ourselves in these little rituals that we do. It could be lighting a candle every night at seven o'clock. You know, something's very simple. But we have some very interesting things that you might want to incorporate to put into your life. And again, we're going to say with intention for a better life. Absolutely. Yeah, it's great for clarity. Um, We have some for love. We have some for money. We have some for energy. Mm -hmm. So, um, I, I mean, we've started working on the curriculum for it. And I... Yeah. You know, we're probably at, at least 15 different cures right. uh, we're going to share with you. Um, so that was the first thing. The other thing I want to um, just throw out there is if you are interested in uh, marketing or advertising on the mom and me astrology podcast, please um, send me an email. I have a little PowerPoint slide that tells you all of our demographics to see if it would be a good fit for you. Um, but we are looking for kind of some, uh, not kind of, we're looking for some 90 second commercial space to be filled um, on each of our podcasts. And that's just so mom and me can continue to bring you the podcast. Um, It's definitely a labor of love and it would just assist in keeping the ball rolling. Going on to bigger, better. Exactly. Reaching out to more people and just further establish, even though we have a pretty good ranking already, I might say. We do. We are in the top 5% of podcasts, um, according to listen notes. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but the goal is just to get, you know, reach even more people. Well, it's to so spread the word. We have a passion for astrology. I've dedicated my most of my adult life to it and developing a practice. You are in your opening uh, years still. Uh, you're, you know, but the idea is I suspect- I just passed five years. Yeah. I, well, yeah, opening yeah. years. So <laughs> you're five, you're well established at this point and it's going to go on. Uh, and- uh, People, there's more and more people that are turning to in their interest and their the insight that astrology can bring to their lives. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We look forward to talking to you next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.